Welcome to the Making Real Sense with Willie G. Davis Jr. podcast. This podcast is my very own passion project filled with unique and engaging content. My goal is to be impactful and promote solutions to some of the most critical issues we face through the power of active citizen engagement. I believe that everyday people can shape and mold a society where everyone can achieve success. We all are ready for something better. The goal is to mobilize people from all over to work towards a better and just world. Albert Einstein once said, We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. Therefore, we must change our thinking patterns and become more creative. We must move to seeing things in terms of what could be, and not what is. It is what it is, doesn't have to be always true. Hopefully, you will subscribe to this podcast and join our community of activists and allies working together and making real sense of the issues and problems we face. It's time for some creative thinking. Good morning and welcome to today's edition of Making Real Sense Podcast with me, Willie G. Davis Jr. So like most of you probably woke up this morning and reading the headline news in the state of Georgia is how voting has taken a change for the worse. So remember this date, March 25th, 2021. That is the date that the Republican Party of Georgia kidnapped justice and shot democracy. After a record turnoff voting in November and the runoff in January, the Republicans have found fit to say that we needed to change how people vote. And that was based on what we all have come to know as the big lie. And the big lie is a lie that came from the biggest liar, Donna J. Trump. Instead of saying, I lost the election, his response was the election was stolen, there was fraud, people were voting, were not registered, people were voting because they were dead. So the Georgia House and Senate decided to approve on yesterday evening in the midst of a storm, in the midst of a storm warning, passed Senate Bill 202. They say it's the bill that is to protect election integrity, but it is a bill to diminish the votes minorities, people of color. What is the significance of this bill? Well, let me share something that uh, Governor Kemp said when he signed the bill. Significant reforms to our state elections were needed. There's no doubt there were many alarming issues of how the election was handled. And those problems, understandably, led to a crisis of confidence in the bare ballot box here in Georgia. Kemp, and I'm trying to be as nice as I can on this whole topic, is just like Trump, a liar. Brian Kemp, in 2018, when he was the Secretary of State, as many of you know, purged thousands of voters from the election road. In that election against State Stacey Abrams, with more than 4 million votes cast, Brian Kemp won by less than 55,000 votes. So let's put all this in perspective. In the runoff in January, Senator Warnock won with more than almost 90,000 votes in his runoff and Senator uh, Offer won with more than probably 50,000. Republicans in Georgia and across the nation have come to the reality that if people continue to vote in record numbers, we Republicans would never win an election again. So in order to set the integrity of getting Republicans voted, they decided to disenfranchise many voters and many have called it Jim Crow 2.0. If you saw the governor signing this bill on yesterday, what you saw in that room was the governor and planking him on his left and his 
and on this right were three white males or six white males and him in the room and you also understood if you've heard in the news that during that time state representative park cannons a democrat from atlanta who knocked on the door to get into the signing was arrested he was arrested and charged with two felonies now when you looked at the pictures you saw this black female being handcuffed by these white state patrol all taken away and locked up while in the in the room were seven white males signing bills that disenfranchised black voters it sort of leaves you speechless but at the same time, we thought that we had overcome and we're going back to the old ways of trying to take the right of vote away from people. And the question becomes, what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? Are we going to sit idly by and do absolutely nothing? Because the purpose of that bill was not to support the integrity of an election. It was to get as close as you can to ensuring that Bryant Kemp or any other Republican candidate for governor was able to win. That whatever Republican you put up to run against Senator uh, Warnock in next year, that he or she would win because when people turn out to vote, the majority of those voters are Democrats. And if that continues, Republicans do not win elected. They don't have any ideas. They don't have anything to talk about. All they do is criticize. Criticize. Because they have no issue. There's an old quote that says, simple people talk about people. Strong people talk about ideas. Republicans basically don't have any ideas on which they can win elected except criticize. Republicans, I mean, Democrats put up a proposal and all Republicans do is tell you why it won't work. I'm reminded of something that John F. Kennedy said some years years ago about Republicans. And what he said was they remind him of the symbol of their heart, the circus elephant. The elephant grabs the tail of the elephant in front of it and they just go around in circle and circle, never going anywhere. That's the Republican part. Just go around in circles and circles and never go anywhere. Let's talk a little bit about this Senate bill, some of the things that are in it. So if you're standing on a lo in a long line, let's say it's a primary, it's in July, and somebody's hot and they've been waiting in the line. It used to be somebody will walk up and say, you want a bottle of water? That seems fine, no problem. But now, under this new bill, if you go do that, that is a crime. If you provide somebody food or water while they're in the voting line, that is a crime. I guess the Republican thought is, maybe if we don't give them any food, they'll get disgusted and get out of line so they can go eat. Maybe they prefer food more than democracy. The other thing is to take away drop-off box. So instead of being able to get a ballot and go and drop it out, they're saying that there are too many ballot drop-off box. Yes, too many, because that means that people can go and they can take it and they can do that. The other thing, if I apply, if you apply for an absentee ballot, that you need to show some type of identification. But keep in mind, these same Republicans in 2005 in the state of Georgia passed a no excuse law, which means that if you ask for a absentee ballot, you have the right to get it. But his historically, those that requested absentee ballot was normally Republicans. So it seemed like it would fit their need. However, Democrats in 2020 took advantage of it. They asked people based on what was going on with the pandemic that you need to request an absentee ballot so you don't have to worry about the long lines that you don't have to worry about the spreading of COVID-19 so Georgia's turned out in red numbers and the first thing that Republicans did when they got in in January is how do we prevent this type of stuff? and they are continuing the big lie you know what I, I try not to be as partisan I mean I would say that I am a Democrat but I'm, I'm going to call myself an old school type Democrat uh, I remember during the time that I worked during the Georgia General Assembly in the 90s uh, when you had Speaker Tom Murphy and and Zell Miller and Pierre Howard and you had people like Johnny Ikeson, Paul Carverdale that were Republicans and they worked together. It wasn't about how you can up the other party. It was how you can do what was best for people. And for some reason we've lost that. that 
If an idea happens to be a democratic idea, it's then Republican thing. Let's vote no. It may be great, but let's not give them heads up. Or if it was a Republican with a great idea and Democrats supported it, now it's a Republican idea. And, you know, sometimes Democrats say, we're going to vote no because it came from that. Either way, it's a disservice to the people who turn out to vote. The greatest disservice is what happened March 25th, 2021. In the heat of a storm, Brian Kemp signed a bill that would take away the right to vote. Let me say this about Republicans. They're a bunch of cowards. That's a nice word to use with me. A bunch of cowards. They don't have ideas. They can't face the everyday voters. So instead of doing that, let's just stop them from voting. Our people are going to vote anyway. I don't know what happened with partisan politics where you just vote just because somebody has an R or D by their name and you, you care less about what that person, he or she uh, may stand for. You know, like how do you elect somebody like I don't want to say the latest name. Congresswoman from Georgia with all of her conspiracy theory. How do, how do people in their right mind knowing who this person is goes into a ballot box and vote for her just because she has an R by her name. No principles, no idea, just a bunch of theories. Theory. How do, when I say Republicans are cowards, somebody like one of the biggest ones is Ted Cruz that during the 2016 election against in a primary with Donald Trump, he called Donald Trump out. Donald Trump called his wife ugly. Since then, Tom Cruz has had his lip on Donald Trump behind. I don't get that. And the same for Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham actually called Donald Trump a liar until he got into the White House and he'd been sucking up, kissing up, playing golf with him because Lindsey Graham is a coward. And Mitch McConnell, minority leader of the Senate. Two weeks ago, when Asian Americans in the state of Georgia were shot and gunned down. Mitch McConnell, who is married to a woman of Asian descent, said absolutely nothing. nothing. And he calls himself a leader. And then you have this shooting in Colorado. And instead of talking about trying to protect people better, first thing these Howard Republicans do is talk about the Second Amendment. Well, the Second Amendment says, you know, you have the right to bear arms. But you're more sort of the Second Amendment than you are of the Fourteenth Amendment, which says that there should be equal protection of the law when you treat everybody the same and equally. If you don't do that, you don't have in a strong support for the First Amendment when it talks about free speech and, and associations. Republicans are a bunch of I think they need to go and see the wizard and get some courage. There's a quote in Ju in Shakespeare quote in Julius Caesar where he said, How would I many times for their death, but the valiant take death but one? And when you first hear that, you say, oh, Okay, well, how, you know, how can you die so many times? But that is a metaphor. And by that, Shakespeare is saying that how would die little by little inside of them because they're chick. That they die little by little because they refuse to stand up to do the right thing. That they die little by little when they see an injustice, they are silent. That's how cowards die many times before their death because they're cowards. They will not stand up right. And let me, and I call them the biggest hypocrite that when President Biden presented a nominee to run the offices of budget management, their whole thing with her was, we don't like your tweet. You tweeted this. You tweeted that. You said this. You said that. I think you ought to be. These are the same people for four years that when Donald Trump tweeted, talked about people. We don't have any problem. I don't have any problem. That's just president way of reaching people. Bunch of hypocrites. Bunch of cowards. Now, what I try to think about is why or what makes them be cowards. I mean, with no backbone. I think that they have accepted an idea that Republican voters must be ignorant. They're not going to believe what they see. They're not going to believe what they read. But they certainly will believe what we say. Because if they can believe Donald Trump, then certainly they'll believe us. That word Trump, it'll work us. Just lie to us. They're going to steal for us. What has happened in this country when the Republican Party is set on killing democracy? because they're a bunch of cowards. They don't have the means to go out, face the voter, and talk about issues. So instead of talking about issues, let's take the right vote. Let's make it harder. For them. And it's an insult. It's an insult for them to even think for their plan to work that if we get thirsty, we're going to get out of a voting line. We have a strong thirst for democracy. We're not getting out of a line. And you try to make it harder and difficult for those who don't have driving license,
things or IDs now, those that least can afford them, that you need that just to request an absentee ballot. Now keep in mind, all of this has taken place when there has been no proof, no evidence there was fraud in Georgia election. What happened? Hey, what happened? Joe Biden was elected, Aaron Alcock was elected, Raphael Warnock was elected, Democrats turned out, and Republicans got in their little cowardice room, grabbed tail of the elephant in front of them. They went around and circled and circled and decided it is best to stop those people from voting. Let's make it hard. They ought not to be able to vote on Sunday. They ought not to be able to get in a group and go vote on Sunday. They ought not to have so many days to vote on Saturday. They ought not to have these elect placed somewhere so they can go vote. We win. They don't vote. And they may be correct. But the thing is, we can't let, can't let them win. So we got to turn out next year and send them a message. And we've been doing that for years. Ever since the Civil Rights Movement, when you set a hurdle up, we jumped over it. And you put water hose on it. Try to knock us down. Beat us over a bridge. We still turned out and we voted. We cannot not allow the Republican Party to have kidnapped us shooting my. So what are you going to do if you need to make sense? What are we going to do about it? What happened in Georgia may be the first, but it's not last. As I said, I was, uh, many times with a valiant tail at once. So those cowardice Republicans sat disenfranchised people from the right of vote because they're chicken, because they don't have the gut to talk about ideas that people may support them with. That you got to do what we've been doing. We got to do like, hey, put water holes, you put dogs on them, but we still register. But we should not allow them to kidnap, shoot, and kill our democracy. So think about all of this. Let's try to make real sense of it. Ask yourself this question. If there was no voter fraud, there have not been any evidence people balloting had by dead. Bryant Kemp and the Georgia Republican Party were not concerned about the election of 20 next year, the governor's election, the statewide election. They were not <laughs>